Welcome back. This is uh, Black Sports 980. I'm your host, Lord. Uh, we got a packed show today. A lot to talk about. A lot of good juicy topics. Uh, we got a special guest today. We got the Pinnacle. Going to join us in a little bit. Uh, talk, talk sports, talk music, a whole bunch of other stuff. Uh, we got Shaq Daddy's not with us today, unfortunately. Uh, but in his place, we like to call him the sixth man. Uh, we got Craig rocking with us today. All right, introduce yourself, Craig, to the people. Hey, this is Craig, you know, just here to add a little insight and input in, in place <laughs> of the missing man today, you know. Okay. All right, indeed. We got we got D with us, as usual. And yeah. We got, Fire uh, coffee, baby. Let's go. <laughs> and, we got, and we got Aaron with us, rocking with us again. Uh, in the shadows, lurking in the shadows, aka <laughs> aka LA Fitness in the building. Um, so we're just gonna get straight into it. Everybody watched the game last night, saw the Redskins in Dallas go head to head, and saw the debauchery that occurred throughout the game. This game was so tough to watch and so exciting at the same time. Like, it's crazy. Like, I watched the game, and I'm like, young, these battles cannot score, and just the back and forth, and back and forth, and then, you know, defensive stop, and then, uh, you know, finally Dallas in the fourth quarter, they score a touchdown, and then you have a fumble, and it looked like the game is over, and then you have Sean catch a, a, a you know, what, like a 30-yard pass um, to, to tie the game back up, and then, you know, you think it's going into overtime, and then Dan Bailey kicks this improbable field goal from what, what was like 50, 56 yards that he kicked it from? Anyway, it was deep. I want you to exactly. Yeah, the jump was deep. He makes it. Game over. Redskins try to do a little, you know, end of the game, pitch back type move. Doesn't work. They lose. So now the Redskins are tied at the top of the division with the rest of the teams at what, five and seven? Yeah, five and seven. Right. It's terrible. It's terrible. Well, what, 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 what are your thoughts on the game? Since you're the, you're the new one joining us today, Craig, what are your thoughts? What are your thoughts on the game? You, you saw what well, happened. It's, it's, it's amazing because after the game went off, I was checking out, you know, the little sports channels of what I see in the little post-game analysis. And then this morning on the radio and – it's simply amazing the amount of deflection as far as what the real issues are and then the made-up, make-believe issues. But as a person who, I'm not a Skins fan per se, but I do enjoy the team and I always put them success as an area team. But as somebody who wasn't doing any kind of good, when you look at a game like this, you have to, there's questions that you have to ask yourself before you do, like, what, what a lot of the media is doing. I said towards the end, one of two things are going to happen. If Dallas wins this game, it's going to be Deshaun Fulton. If Dallas loses this game, it's going to be about Kirk's boy. Now, I don't know how much media you guys have listened to over the last 12 hours. It's been a lot of both of those things. But there's questions you got to ask yourself. Like, if, it was, if it's Kirk's boy, why is the team kicking so many field goals? You know what field goals mean? You're not converting on third down. What's boys about that? If, if, if it's Deshaun's fault, before you say it's Deshaun's fault, the balance back there, he's supposed to be number one on the depth chart. 
Why is your number one on the depth chart return a punt? If you have all these negative things to say about him, and he's this diva, and he's selfish, and this, that, and the third, as, as a fan of the team, you need to have a problem with the decision that puts that man returning punts in a key situation. But they don't, because it's way easier to blame him, despite the fact that he's the only person on the offense to put up a touchdown. So it's just, it's, just, it's just the team is overall ridiculous. You have a running back that's supposed to be your starting running back, has single-digit carries. Oh, dog. Young, the, the, the people trying to get you, bro. They, they turn it against you. They trying to get you. Bro, you speak, you're speaking too much truth on it. <laughs> the whole system, the system just shut down because it can't that, take that, the truth that you, you just that, spitting out, dog. Dog, that's what I've been resting on my chest all day, boss. It's, it's, it's just crazy how they just, they just try. They just try to turn it around the other way. It's so bad that in the press conference, even even they asked um Kirk questions, and they had a positive spin on it. Kirk had the next, the diver from the media, like I appreciate your positive questions. <laughs> <laughs> he, he knows how ridiculous it is. Wow. You know what I'm wow. saying? It's just, it's, it's crazy, man. What are you, what are you doing? Why, well, hey, hey, Aaron. Since you in, in the back, well, do you want to add anything to that? I don't even have nothing to say. Usually, I just want to go on a rant. But the brother, he took. First of all, that was so evident eloquently spoken, Craig, with facts. And just, I mean, I listened to radio today, and I was just, I'm like, yeah, why y'all, it's not Deshaun fault. It's not Deshaun fault. Like, thank you, Craig. Thank you, man. We're going to have to. And, 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 and let, me t- let me tell you something. Deshaun Jackson didn't sit there and watch Darren McFadden bust through the line into the secondary and then wait to close in on the bounds to stop him from, from making a touchdown. Deshaun Jackson didn't do that. So who's faulting? You know what it is? They can't blame number ten anymore. So now you have to blame number eleven. <laughs> Aaron, what you want to say? You want to say something? Not particularly about last night's game, but just ending up here at five and seven. It just infuriates me the overall situation because we were sold. Well, they were sold. In the beginning of the season, we're going to put Kirk Cousins in here. That's going to mean we're going to score points. We're not going to be taking sacks. We're not going to get sack fumbles. We're going to move the ball. They had nine points with less than two minutes to go in the fourth quarter against a trash team who was no threat to score the entire game. And you mean to tell me... You mean to tell me one year after you got a job to do a particular project that you quit that project... And then you show up in a garbage division at five and seven. So if the division was good, what would your record be? If Kirk Cousins can't win the division in the state it's in right now, which point is he going to win the division? This is the best roster the Redskins have had since 1999. Overall, outside of the quarterback. Hey, they, they, they think, they, they, they think everybody's retarded. That's what it is. No, well, well, clearly. Clearly, America is retarded. Uh, don't y'all know Donald Trump leading in the polls right now? Bruh, this, this is right. the world we live in. Babs is stupid. They about to put a man in there, go and press the button any chance he get just to see what it do. So I just, I, if you got that, of course they right. can spin this whole sports stuff like this. It's entertainment. They don't, it, bruh, 
Nobody sees it. That's why we here. We here to provide clarity, unbiased clarity. You know what I'm saying? Unbiased clarity. So, so D, since you you got the last word on the on the topic, what you want to say? What you want to add? Uh, just that I couldn't watch the whole game because it was boring, and uh, <laughs> I I asked this morning and caught up what actually what happened like in the fourth quarter, and then you know. But again, I just saw two quarterbacks that looked abysmal. It wasn't just Kirk Cousins that had bad quarterback play. Matt Castle is, he should never get another opportunity in the NFL. Never. No question about it. Yo, first of all, I don't, I don't know why. Yeah, he will. He will. He definitely will. But, I, I mean, that game's over. Dallas beat us. You know what I'm saying? Uh... You know, the spin cycle is in full effect for Deshaun Jackson as the culprit. Everybody, I keep hearing these these tricks. The run game, they have no run game. They have no run game. Like, dog, y'all didn't have no pass game either. Y'all didn't have no pass game. Like, it, 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 it's, a, it's a sad state of affairs in Washington right now. Uh, once again, the mediocre, mediocrity of the team is just... At an all-time high, and they're, they're okay. They didn't, you know, I was waiting for them to, like, just assert themselves and take charge of that game, and they didn't. How you get caught three turnovers and can't put the ball in the end zone? That's cur- that, that's on the offense. Weird, right? <sighs> Man, so that game's behind us. Cowboys, now they got new life. Talking about they, they, they trying to go to the playoffs. First of all, let me just be clear for the Cowboys fans. Y'all not beating Green Bay in Green Bay. That's the bottom line. So just go ahead and get that up, all right? Uh, moving on, you got Brandon Browner talking smack with Shannon Sharp. They going back and forth. Basically, uh, Shannon Sharp called Brandon Browner some trash, said that he couldn't cover a twin bed with a uh, with a with a queen sheet or something. That something. was crazy. Yeah, he said, he said, he said, you know, he said, he he said he couldn't cover a twin bed with a king size with a cheat. Yeah, king size bed sheet. You couldn't cover a, a, a twin bed. Yeah, nah, but 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 truth be told, young, he right. The Bama can't cover. He can't cover all me out that gym right now. Like, like he's he's terrible. He's terrible. No, he's and, part of a defense that they got they got the DC fired. What, what, why, why are you saying? Why are you saying anything to anyone? You just need to do exactly what Shannon replied with: play better football instead of instead of trying to snap back with jokes that aren't even funny. Yeah, hit him back with the you got you got fake teeth, you got, you got chicken, teeth, you got veneers. Like what? But, no. but, 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 but correct me if I'm wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong. Don't don't Shannon got a chip though? And I'm surprised he ain't hit him with that. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'd have just twist fixed my ring. Like what's up? <laughs> so I, yeah, I mean. Thing is, Brandon Browner, young, you just like real talk, dog. You just need to be quiet and just play better football. Let me, let me tell you what it is. There's this thing I noticed that happens in debates and arguments all the time. When people run out of actual proof and evidence of their argument, their immediate resource, their immediate recourse is just the result of personal attack, which just shows that they're in their feelings and the other person is right. And that's where Browner went immediately. Like, he didn't even have one thing for like a stat to defend himself. He just immediately went to the family's team. So that, that 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 shows you that not only was what Shannon Sharp said the truth, but that the truth hurt. 
Yeah, it, it definitely hurt. It definitely stung him. It stung him like a bumblebee. It stung him. Not to mention the guy has 21 penalties in 12 games. He might break the record for the most. He's about to break the record yeah. position. First of all, by a single player. <laughs> dog, let me tell you something. The Saints about to break big records this year. Y'all didn't know that. They about to break break big records. Dog, the 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 record for like get touchdowns given in a season is like 48 or something like that. It's like it, it, it's like 48 touchdowns something. And they they're at like 42 with <laughs> with all these games left. So they about to shatter. They about to shatter that record, though. They about to shatter it. Like they're terrible. Who they play this week? Who they play this week? Uh, the Bucks. Oh yeah. They play the Bucks. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Cool. yeah. Moving ahead, uh, we got the the Giants lost to the Jets. What a blow! I know you're not happy about this, Dolphin. Uh, what the fourth game this year we had double digit lead in the fourth quarter and lost I mean what more can you say you know Tom Coughlin sometimes you can't put it on a coach he's made some really just like bad clock management in other, other games probably lost with some terrible clock management this time making the decision to go for it on fourth down when you're up by 10 made no sense to me. I didn't understand the desperation to go for it on fourth down. And then you go to the end. It didn't make sense. And then, overtime, I said it before we even kicked the field goal. I said, why are we kicking the field goal? Because up until that point, the Jets, I mean, their offense was killing us. We couldn't stop them. I felt like if the Jets got the ball back, they were going to march right, right down the field and kick the field goal and win the game. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just the way I felt. Now, not to mention our, our our defense is playing like some straight garbage. Like everybody's getting 400 yards on us. I think the Saints are not as even as bad as us in terms of giving up yards. I think we might be the worst. Or if we're not the worst, we're right there at the bottom. But I think it's gonna happen is I think he's gonna retire because Lamar loved that guy so much that they won't fire him. And the, he should have been let go two years ago. But what happened was we fired off as a coordinator because it was his fault. Kelvin Gilbert fried. It was his fault before the offense. It was too predictable and it was too hard for guys to learn. So we fired him. And last year we fired our D coordinator and he brought us back Nola. But yeah, we're still five and seven. We had the same issues. We can't score in the red zone. We can't stop nobody. And we have make some bonehead plays down the stretch. Nothing has changed. It's just time for hey. And he, he's gonna have to retire for them to, for him, for us to move on. No matter what we do in terms of the winning loss column. Dog, if I'm the owner, young, I'm just gonna send him a box of uh, Dunkin' Donuts with a sticky on top. Like, bro, that's it, young. I'm gonna need you to just bow out gracefully at the end of the year. Unless you win a Super Bowl chip, like you just got it. Like it's you beating a dead horse. And I, no. I just look at this. Anytime you get the Jets. Over 400 yards of total offense. Somebody got to go. Got to make a change. Yes. <laughs> got to make that change. <laughs> the rest, look, hey, look. The, the Redskins had over 400 yards. The Patriots had over 400 yards. It's like, no, who doesn't get over 400? The Saints had over 600. Like, anytime, yeah, you got Ryan Fitzpatrick going ham on your... Yeah, cooking you. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, you got it. So with that said, guys, we got a special guest joining us now. 
We got my man Rick Jarvis, aka the Pinnacle, in the building. <laughs> What's happening, man? What's up, bro? What's up with you, What's man? Going how that? On? How, how that? How that? Cali weather treating you, man? Man, you can't beat Cali weather. You know it be cold at night. I can't complain because it's warm in the day. And it ain't that DC forty degrees around this time <laughs> weather. Yeah, nah, I, I I understand, man. I hear that. But 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 so just let the people know, like you, you're an artist, you you're a rapper, you out in Cali, you trying to make it big, you grinding, you working with artists like Kevin, or the likes of Kevin Gates and and, and different artists, and you know. Uh, what, what is that? What is that like, man? Like, like, what's the grind like? Uh, I'll be honest, it's stressful because you know I like to sit here and paint the picture like it's oh, you know, it's good. I'm doing this, that, and the third. But it's like my every day is something new. Every day is a new grind, and the way the industry is, how cutthroat it is, you can do all the grinding in the world, and then tomorrow you don't exist no more if you piss yeah, off the wrong person. Yeah, we don't want you wearing dresses out here, bro. We don't want you wearing yeah, that's dresses. Yeah, that's never happened. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that never happened. I got my dignity. <laughs> yeah, because we, we had stories about, like, you know, artists, they try to make it into the industry, and then they give them that red cup, and be like, sip this, and then, you know, they yeah. wake up. <laughs> <laughs> they go to director's college. Yeah, that, that will never be me. Yeah, I got, nah, I got a college degree. <laughs> and, uh, and and different uh, things to fall back on before I ever make that happen. <laughs> all right, man. So, so I right, since with this Black Sports 980, we talk sports primarily. You know, we talk about other stuff too. Like, what what did you think about the game last night? I know you watch. I know you you're a Skins fan. You know, like like most of us on the on the on the call here, or at least they're not fans, but you know, because we live in this area, we watch and and, and you know, pay attention to the team. But, you know, myself, Aaron, you, diehard Redskins fan, what did you think about the game last night? Well, uh, first and foremost, Jay Gruden should be ashamed of himself. And it's like you you did all of this. You can't make nothing happen. Like, you got the offense, you got Deshaun Jackson, Pierre Garçon, Jamison Crowder is a beast. And you cannot, you can't move, the, you can't move the ball at all. And then you sit there and try to sell us on Kirk Cousins. And he's, like, average at best. Like, he ain't the worst guy in the world. So I don't want, you know, to make it seem like he's, like, the worst quarterback I've ever seen. He ain't, he, he ain't, uh, he ain't, uh, what's, what's the guy we used to have? John Beck. He ain't John Beck, but, I mean, he's not your starting quarterback. And to try to sell us on this, and then you look on TV, and all you see is me- mediocrity. Only thing we look great against was, what, the daggone uh, Saints? The Giants. The Giants. And we lost to the Giants the first time. So, I mean, it's, it's completely inconsistent. And I can tell he did not game plan well for this game at all. That was some of the worst play calls I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, man. Yeah, I, I feel the passion, bro. I want, yeah. It's like, stressful. It, it is. Like, I mean, you want, you, of course you want to see the team do good. But when, when they're just so inept, inept, I like that word, inept, on offense. <laughs> that's, that's what they were. They were inept. Like they, they like, they couldn't put it together to accomplish the goal that you want to accomplish as an offense is get the ball in the end zone, and they couldn't do that. They just couldn't do that. So you know, like, oh, well, what about Alfred Morris? Like that's your boy. Like I don't like. 
Would you expect with Matt Jones or Alfred Morris? Like you saw that Alfred Morris got like the first series carries, and then after that, that battle he might as well just went to the locker room because we ain't see him no more. So would you go with Matt Jones or would you go with Alfred Morris or like or is it just not them and it's the line? What, what do you think the problem is? To be honest with you, I can't really tell what it is because you have some games when Alfred Morris he come in. Smoking. Then the next thing you know, he's doing this again. But this is the result of six carries. I'm going to tell you what, though, about Alpha Morris. I'm going to give y'all something. Y'all probably know this already. It's Alpha Morris' contract here, I believe. And I feel like they're purposely not giving him the football so that if it's time for a re-up, they don't got to pay him money because his, his, his production is down. It's a dirty That's game. That's a I can't really... Game. I can't really judge it. You know, it's, it's, he doesn't really, I don't think he has the proper chance. It's like, he, he did good before. And I don't know if it's the line. I don't know if it's him. Because I'm not saying he's the greatest running back at all. Because I always felt like he was a little bit too slow. But it just seems like everything's falling apart. Yeah, nah, I, I, I feel you. It's, it's simple math for you, man. It's just like, like Rick was saying, some games, He'll cook other games like this, but we know it's you know it's the fact. Yeah, nah, yep. I, I think you guys you raise you raise a great point. Um, you know, and it, and it can't be denied. Uh, I I just you know I'm I'm, I'm, I'm with y'all. It's a contract year, and they're doing a the funny business. Uh, Rick, Rick, you you uh, what do you do like when your your spare time out there when you're not in the studio, you're not rapping, you're not. Trying to get groupy love. I'm not trying to get the groupy love. Well, I sit in my house and I read Revelations and I sit in my good Christian home in that safe space. Oh, so so I actually chill a lot with family. I'll be honest with you. I um, I spend most of my time if I'm not working, I'm in the gym. Oh, I'm with family, and that's pretty much all I do. I really don't get into too, too much. You know, I, 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 I had, when I first got here, I was living like you were having a little bit. But, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm chilling now. Had, had, had to get the taste of Cali, you know. Okay, but, okay, yeah, I, I, I hear that. I keep it real. But, hey. you know, it's, it, it's so chill out here that, man, I just, I be loving it for real, like, just chilling outside, like, year-round. And I, at nighttime, though, it do get cold. But you can't trade this weather for nothing. So it's always it's always something to do. And a lot of, a lot of daytime stuff, too. They be having a lot of day parties and stuff like that. You been you been any Laker games while you been out there? Absolutely not. Why? Now, you want to talk about devaluing. After you used to think that we had the worst fans in the world, I have never seen anything like these California fans. Clippers ain't won nothing, but they're better than the Lakers. So you would think that this is Clipper town. And the Lakers, they act like they don't even exist. And I'm like, when I first came down here a few years ago, this was Laker town. Everything was Lakers. Kobe everywhere on billboards, on storefronts. Like, I mean, it was like, it was real. Like, but now you see none of that. You just see a Clippers thing here and there. And everybody talking about the Clippers. I'm like, y'all the fakest fans. They don't deserve a football team. They too fair weather. Too fair weather. 
What about them Wizards, though? You been checking the Wizards? What, 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 your, what your take on the Wizards? Ooh. Randy, I like you a lot, but you got to go, buddy. Because oh, so Randy you Whitman, Yeah, because it's like, he's not a bad coach. He just can't take you to where you need to go. And then, but also at the same time, I can't even fully get mad at him because Tag on Ernie Goldfield didn't really give much to work with this offseason. They did the same thing they did when we went to the playoffs with Chris Webber. When with uh, Unsell kept the team the exact same the following year while everybody else gets better. And we fell to obscurity again. Then they broke up the team because of the little fake rape charge that he and then he traded Chris Webber and he found out the shit was lying. And it was all a wrap after that. And we didn't get good again until Gilbert came. And he did the exact same thing this time. Like, even though this ain't West Unser, this is Ernie Grumsfeld, but it's like, I'm seeing the same pattern with the Wizards. Like, they, it's, not, it's like we the Detroit Lions of the, of the NBA. We don't no, want to get good. Bad. We don't want to pay nobody. We don't, We once we get good, once we get decent and ready to take that next step, they just stop it. They stop doing whatever it took to get them better. And we did absolutely nothing in the offseason. We putting all our chips on KD. And, yeah, I don't think he's at first. I thought he was coming, but then when he when he said what he said about the fans, he was 100 percent right. I don't think he's coming. They too fake, and it ain't no Wizards. Only Wizards fans is on this is on this uh, interview right now because <laughs> it's like all these, uh, everybody else wants to support the Lakers or somebody else, like anybody but the Wizards. Mm. Yeah, uh, nah, we wish you, bro. I'm with you. So, so where can like people check your music out? I know you got, you know, you got a song with Kevin Gates. You got different projects. Yeah, we about to put on. that out. If you about, we can right put the song out with Gates. Uh, Run Sam's album come out, and um, my stuff right now. I got a few things on SoundCloud, and I'm putting the putting the project out. I wasn't gonna do it at first because at first I was strictly behind the things, but then I was like, I got at least put something out considering that I recorded about 4,000 songs over the years and so it'd be a waste just to let it go you know what I'm saying but I made the decision that if, if I'm going to do this then it would have to be on my terms which is I'm not going to be shucking and jiving and all that I'm you know I'm a grown man and I'm an educated man so I'm not going to make myself sound stupid but at the same time I'm not going to go over people's heads like and stunt like Oh, I'm so much smarter than you, and you're dumb like some of these other so-called conscious rappers are doing. I don't do none of that. This try to make music for, for our age group. Yeah, that's what's up, dog. I mean, we '90s all all day '90s boom bap, dog. I know it's a new day and age, but for that ever had that forever had a, a place in my heart. '90s boom bap, baby. '90s boom bap. You know what I'm saying? I can't so, lie. I was a I was '90s West Coast heavily, but. I still I support everything. Yeah, so what so what colors you rocking out there? You rocking the red or the blue or you <laughs> Go ahead, this man. Go <laughs> you wearing black and white checkerboard jump or you it depends on where I go. Usually I wear black because that's my favorite color anyway and I dress like a daggone uh black emo before I left anyway. <laughs> but uh yeah, out here, like where I be at a lot of times, there's no blue to be worn. And then if I go to work, I can't wear no red. So, so, I so try to stay neutral. Before we, before we let you go, like what what happened with the Bernardino jump? Did that have any impact on you, or were you just like kind of isolated away from it, or you know? 
Man, we didn't even know what was happening. I didn't know what was happening until my phone stopped blowing up with everybody from my neighborhood and everybody from my family like, what's going on? You okay? You okay? And I was like, what in the world is going on? And then um, I asked, my, I asked uh, somebody else, I'm like, what's happening? They didn't know what was happening either. And we went on Google and looked up shooting because <laughs> somebody said somebody was shooting. We looked up shooting. And that's when we was like, uh-huh. Because <laughs> I'm going to hey, tell you about California, you. if it ain't... If in California, if it don't happen within a 20 mile radius of you, it didn't happen. <laughs> and and like Bernardino is like a little bit over an hour away. Oh, but okay. I will tell you this: what everybody says out here, they say you hear about Compton, you hear about Watson, all that South Central. They say San Bernardino is the worst part of California. Well, at least SoCal. So the worst part of California would be Oakland, but they said SoCal, San Bernardino is is horrible. So this was just they it's, it's funny that this this got shine. There's been a lot of stuff going on in San Bernardino that they did not care about. Mm. But I yeah, think that's, that's a whole nother conversation. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised and usually it's it's places like that where they don't care who who and in, where innocent bystanders get hit. So I mean I, I hate where you're coming from, man. But uh just wanna thank you for joining us today, man. Appreciate you. We're gonna have to have you back on the show again. You know what I'm saying? So you can rap with us, talk sports and politics and all, you know, all the stuff we talk about on here. Um, hey, man, strap up out there, man. Be careful out there. I'm just reading my you. Bible. Know <laughs> <laughs> you out there making, making tracks, making hits, running around with, this, with the superstars out there, man. Just want you to be safe out there, bro. Has a bet. All right, man. I'll catch you. All right. All right. Yeah, that was the pinnacle. Joined us today. It was good, hey, man. I ain't talked to Rick in a minute, yeah. So it was good having him on here. I ain't, I ain't talked to him in a while. Uh, hopefully he be home next 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 month. He say or, or end of this month come come hang with us. So we'll probably have him on the show again sometime soon. Uh, in other news, over the head since we we touching, we were talking about the NFC East. The Eagles beat the Patriots. Was it a fluke or was it legit? What would you say? Fluke, Aaron. Was it was it fluke, Aaron? Chip Kelly. It had to be fluke. Anytime you score two special teams touchdown and a pick six, that's definitely a fluke. I think if they played ten out of ten times, I mean played ten times, the Patriots probably will win seven of those ten games. Um, they're definitely not as effective without Gronkowski. Because um, he dictates coverage, um, but I still don't think the Eagles will win for probably three out of ten games if they play ten times. So yeah, when you talk about fluke, bruh, that don't you know, that's like when you playing the, the the computer on Madden on all Madden. It's like everything you do, just like you throw the ball up, your receiver be open, the Bama just dive in the screen and just grab the ball and pick six, juking everybody out. Like it was just unreal. I think Bama blocked the kick, interception for a touchdown. Like everything was going their way, and they and they still almost lost that jump. They almost lost. They almost lost, young. They held on by their chinny chin chin. So they were definitely about to about to catch an L. Um, it was a perfect. It was a perfect storm. Yes, it was. Yeah, it was a perfect storm. No, but did y'all hear? Did y'all hear? It's a report that Demarco Murray. Went to Jeff Lurie to complain about lack of getting touches. Like he was like, "Bro, I need the ball more. Y'all brought me in here. Y'all paying me this check. I need carries." Like, can you do that? 
Apparently you can. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, he was a so after free agent in the in last year, so I can see where he's coming from because he left a pretty good situation to go to Philly, and uh, I think now he sees that. I think Dallas needed him just as much as he needed Dallas. Yeah, nah, that's true. At the time, he lost it though. Yeah, nah, that's the truth. That's the truth, man. Ah, where did where did where does he go from here? Like, where did the Eagles go from here? The thing is, the NFC East is so bad. Like, like it's just like it's a roll of the dice. Who gonna emerge to the top? Because none of the teams have like asserted themselves as like being a premier team in the NFC East. So. It's like the Eagles can turn it around, the Cowboys can turn it around. I told Bama's today, Redskins gonna be sitting at home come playoff time. Like I just, that, that. I just that's just that. facts. Um, I'm hoping they prove me wrong, but from the looks of it, that's what it's gonna be. We're gonna be sitting at home. See if we're gonna be the Giants or the Eagles going representing the NFC East in the playoffs this year uh, at eight and eight, because we'll probably end up at seven and nine. So. With that said, and, and uh, unfortunately, Shaq Daddy's not here to really talk about it, but speaking of which, if the Redskins were to go to the playoffs, they'd likely have to see Seattle in the first round in the home game, and Seattle is cooking with gas right now. You like that? They cut Kerry like Williams, who they gave $18 million contract before the season, and then he played 10 games, and he cut, they cut him, so he got like... Seven mil guaranteed or something, but he got free money. Bama stole money. Um, got but they won. Got they six and one since October twenty second. Uh, question is, can the Seahawks go back to the Super Bowl? Craig, we, can they go back to the Super Bowl? I haven't seen enough to say that yet. They definitely have, you know, a precious chance. But um, there's a lot of other teams in NFC, you know, specifically, you know, some of the top teams. I don't know, I don't know what's gonna happen with that. It's true because they, they started so bad that when a team starts like that and then picks it up later, like I know the Giants did like that when they won one of the two more, they lost two in a row. But this isn't the kind of start that Seattle has. I, I get the feeling that teams like that run out of gas. So I think they'll make a, I think they'll make a push. But um, I think they'll fall shortly. Yeah. No, I'm with you. I'm with you 100%. Like, I, I think they'll make a push. Can they win the Super Bowl again? And go back to the Super Bowl? That, I, I don't know. Aaron, what do you think? I think if they can... I think it took a while for them to realize they're no longer a defensive team. And I think that identity issue kind of took them a while to accept um, if Russell Wilson can keep playing the way he's playing the last three games, I mean, I think they can. I think the only other team in the NFC that'll give him trouble is Carolina. But outside of that, um, I feel like Seattle is the, the second best team in the NFC. I don't see why they couldn't make it to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I mean, I think the only two teams that could stop Seattle is, like you just said, the Cardinals. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The, the Cardinals is one team. That's one team. The Cardinals and the other team is the Panthers. I think the Cardinals are the second best team in the NFC. And of course, the, the Panthers are the first. And I think those are the only two teams that can prevent them from going. I mean, because Russell Wilson's been playing so well, that's why they've been winning these games. Their defense, I mean, last week shut down Adrian Peterson. I mean, shut him down. They shut him down. 
but he did nothing. But Bama, Bama, he got shut down so much. Bama complained, was like, "Young, I need more than eight carries." He turned out. <laughs> but he went, it wasn't matter. You don't have any weapons on the outside. At all. You have no weapons on the outside in Minnesota. No yeah. weapons. No receivers. So it's hard to say, okay, you, you have guys that complain in secondary in Seattle side. They're not, they're not fearing anybody in the wide receiver court in Minnesota. They're going yeah. to play tight and get throw the ball. And they won't stop the run. And then... Teddy Bridgewater's not good enough to win the game on his own, so he's not. He's not. I mean, yeah, you bring up the Cardinals and you bring up, like, you know, inadvertently, but yeah, I think the Cardinals might be the, the second best team in the game. Like, next to next to the Carolina Panthers, like, they are real. Real. And and every game they play, like, their defense is real and their offense is real. So, I mean, I wouldn't surprise if they, if they, they end up in the Super Bowl somehow, some way. Uh, we got Cam. He's still cooking. This Bama's still my MVP. He's still dabbing on him in the end zone. He took the ball out of the uh, ref hand this week and gave it to the kid. Oh, I mess with Cam Newton so tough because he's just not really tripping off of anybody around him. He just, you know what I'm saying? He just fries. He just fries and, and does his thing. You know, and, he, and, he, and nobody can stop him. They won't talk about him being the MVP for some reason. They're still talking about Tom Brady. And the, the reason why that irritates me is typically whenever they're talking about a black player potentially getting MVP, they always got to put in another player besides himself. And I think the only player that I could think of like recently that won the MVP that was a black player was Marshall Falk. After that... Uh, Barry Sanders had a co-MVP with Brett Favre. McNair had a co-MVP with Peyton Manning. And it's like, people keep talking about Cam and uh, Tom Brady. The guy does not get his respect, man. That irritates me. Hey, I'm right there with you, dog. I'm right there with you. You might have just got me hat. I'm about to put on my Black Panther hat. <laughs> Storm out in the streets, dog. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It should be no conversation with nobody else about Cam Newton no more. No more. No more. I want to hear nobody else in this conversation. Not Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Listen, if Tom Brady and Cam Newton switch rosters right now, Tom Brady would be Kirk Cousins. No, he would be winless. They wouldn't have five wins if Tom Brady was on the panel. That's it. That offensive roster is trash. That's just the bottom of touchdown every game. At least first of all, first of all, if Ted get look, yeah, Ted get, bruh, I don't know how you in the league, dog. I mean, maybe it's just the four three yeah. speed, but dog, come on, young, it's a rack of fast bammers, young out here. It's a rack of fast people out here, dog. This bama got clubs for hands. Then you got Tucker. I'm sitting there listening to people tell me why Brandon LaFell is worse than Ted again. I'm like, he was fine last year when Brady was using him. So now all of a sudden right. he's a bump. It's ridiculous. Right. And Cam Newton had LaFell before. They forget that also. That's what I'm saying. He came from Carolina. I'm tired of it. Oh, yeah, yeah. This, yeah it, it, I don't, listen. America, please, young. We got we to gotta break through these molds of racism that just, just can, just like, constrict our minds to just like these these pigeonholes 
society just so messed up. Like Cam is head and shoulders the best quarterback in the league without question. How dare you disrespect this man and Tom Brady next to him when he's been playing with less than what Tom Brady has been playing with the entire season. Less than. See how they say the numbers don't lie, right? But you can but you can lie with numbers though. So what they'll do is take the numbers and be like look at um look at Brady's yard and then look at Cam's yard. Now Brady got a lot more yards than Cam. But the thing is Brady's not scoring on the ground. Cam is scoring and progressing the ball on the ground. But they don't want to count that because he's a quarterback. But it's little things like that they do to flip the narrative to like hope oh, but look at Tom, he's a prototypical blah blah blah. But the thing is, the game is is moving forward with different kind of athletes, and they don't want to give that athlete this due. And that athlete is Cam. Cam's doing something brand new, and no one's feeding them right now. But, but, uh, but once the Patriots lost, the instant the Patriots lost, you have to switch the narrative now because the main number, which is 12 and 0, which is 10 and 2, or whatever, whatever the record is right now, that's the main number that counts the most. However, you look at things like yards or touchdowns. But then look at it like this. Cam is way lower than Brady on yards. But he's only five behind on touchdowns. That's scoring the ball. You understand what I'm saying? So right. that's, how, that's how they try to express him with it. Image the prototypical quarterback, which Tom still fits more than Cam. But the prototypical quarterback isn't always a better quarterback. Right now, Cam is the best quarterback. I, yeah, it, it's no question who who the best quarterback in the league. If Bama coming to me talking about Tom Brady or any, like, I don't want to hear. Sit your dumbass down. And show. I don't want to hear it, though. I don't want to hear it. And and, and and Cam Newton's proving he's the best because he's young. First of all, he got fourth quarter comebacks. He got gut gut check wins versus big good teams. Like no fluke, no flukery. Like wins, like when jump, bounce off a of bama, shoulder pad. He first of all, the games that he won, like he had to like fight through adversity when his receivers drop wide open, butt naked passes. Right. Like touchdowns. Like, no, this is not just one time. This is multiple times. Like Ted Ginn has dropped at least four to five touchdowns this year. Wide so open. wide open jumps, like. Wide open, like 4 a.m. in the, at the gas station, like nobody's on. Like, <laughs> I, if he catch them touchdowns, he tied Brady and touchdown. Like, I just, yeah, America, yeah, I can't, I can't deal with it no more. Moving ahead, Manziel, he the starter. What we gonna do? Earn, that's your boy. He finally in the, in the high seat. But would you trust Patton if you Johnny Manziel? What you gonna do? You going you gonna take his play calls with a grain of salt and just like improvise or what you gonna do? Edden is as good as fired. And I feel like this is a decision the owner made. Being that the owner is the one that wanted Johnny Manziel, and I feel like he yep. likes Johnny Manziel, I feel like he's gonna do something similar to what Dan Snyder did and make sure whoever they end up hiring has the intent on at least giving Johnny a shot at playing quarterback. Now he just has to hope he doesn't get duped the same way John Gruden or Jay Gruden did and uh, pull a switcheroo after he gets the job. But um, the schedule they play is going to be kind of rough because uh, I know they play two tough teams. So if he plays well against Carolina, I mean, against the 49ers this week, I feel like he has a solid chance to keep the job 
going into next year, depending on who they end up hiring the head coach. Yeah, nah, that's great. That's great assessment. Cause I think it will come down to that. I just, I, I just, yeah. For Johnny, like, I don't even know how you go into this situation. Like, if I'm Johnny Manziel, in the back of my mind, I'm like, yeah, I know the coach don't mess with me. So, like, do I have to watch out for like a backside blitz with Bama child, like, rip my head up? Like, he might try to set me up. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just, I just don't even know how to respond. Like, how does Manziel like come in and really? Like, almost like, does Mike Patton really want to see Johnny Manziel succeed and do well? Like, when he knows he's out the door? Like, you know, I just, I, that Jones is just a tricky situation. What, what, what do you think, Craig? Um, I don't know, man. I just think it seemed like a really personal decision to kind of sit him down in the first place. I never really thought that what happened with him was, was so big a deal that um you need to sit him behind it if... You know, they say it's the thing about the drinking and blah, blah, blah. It's not affecting the performance, per se, or anything like that. It looked like it got wild personal, and it looked like now the owner it doesn't want to lose behind this personal decision by the coach. So you put him back in the game because he's the best quarterback on his roster. So that's it. Yeah. And another Mike thing Pat- that... Go ahead. Yeah, another thing that irritates me, we talking about somebody who's over 21 drinking or partying, Ben Roethlisberger took vagina twice, and I don't remember him being shut down or benched. And it's just like they pick and choose depending on a person's culture or personality, how they want to treat what they do off the field. He's a grown man. If he wants to go out and drink, that's fine, as long as it doesn't affect the way he plays on Sunday and the way he practices. I just don't understand. Yo, Mike Payton trying to be his father. That's what it is. Trying to be his hey, father, giving that man a curfew and everything, so that he can't drink in his house or, yeah, like. It's not gonna be easy for him though. I mean, he plays some tough teams. He can possibly show off against is San Francisco this week, and then he plays San Fran, then he plays Seattle, then he plays the Chiefs, then he plays oh, the Steelers. Like that, yeah, the schedule is brutal. He might die in that uh, Seattle game though. Real tough. Mike Patton might call. <laughs> I might call Seattle front office, like, yeah, please. Like, take him out so I can put Austin Davis back in. It's it's bad. It's bad in the Browns country right now. I mean, this is a glimmer of hope. I think that he will breathe life into the team. Uh, But will he be able to win despite, like, it's just, it's so hard. Like, you know, will he be able to win? I thought that was like, that was like with RG3. Like, he had to win despite not having the like the support you know what i'm saying like that's That's tough tough. for a professional athlete when you have to win despite not having the support because you need the support you know half of the stuff that happened with rg3 was because sean McVay didn't want rg3 so he was calling all these flukery plays to get his head split open you know what i'm saying and you don't know whatever influences he has you know like you know there's some people who who mess with you know the coach is like you know one of the coach lackeys and you know you just it's just it's a bad situation it's a bad situation but hopefully you know my pet will do the right thing you know and, and, and really like just try to help manzel succeed whether he's gonna be there or not so i mean that's what we hope for so that'll be coming down to the end of our show uh we're just gonna do like a little little 
basketball blitz. We ain't gonna really get all into it. But did y'all see Garnett last night dunk on Blake Griffin? Yeah. Bruh. That was that was the old Garnett right there. Like, like he was 18 again. Yeah, yeah, he did, dog. I thought he had grew his hair back, dog. How he just caught the jump. <laughs> ah, he just came down ah, on the back end. I know. Dog, the jump got set up so vicious because, like, Rubio got, like, he got a steal and then just, like, bounce past the jump back. And then, no, Blake Griffin, dog. I don't know what, why you was trying to, like, catch a charge. Like, I don't know why you said that was a good idea. Like, Garnett still is, like, six, nine. Because six, he didn't seven. believe. He can still jump and dunk on him. That's why he took the charge. Oh, yeah, he, he tried. Otherwise, he'd have, moved, he'd have moved out the way. Otherwise, if it was somebody else, he'd have moved out the way. He thought that Garnett was going to miss. Oh, yeah, Garnett flexed on him. And then got a tech. Because, you know, Garnett, he'd be cursing. be cursing at the end. He flexed on him. Like, the Batman dunked. <laughs> he dunked since, since 99. So the Batman had to, like, <laughs> you jump with me? You crazy. You Garnett, you know what I'm saying? You know how he be flexing. You know how, like, a Batman hit a shot. Like the, the win the game and then be flexing on you. Like, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So, so that that happened. Then Philly, yeah, Philly is so terrible. So how you be so terrible that the lead lead owners come together and be like, young, assign you like a GM to help you pick players. No, <laughs> 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 that's embarrassing. Young Ernie bad, but he. No, he no close to the to Phillies manager. Nowhere close. They, they so they they got Jerry Colangelo to come in and help with basketball operations <laughs> and help the Sixers try to get better because they have botched pick after pick after pick and and Hinky, the uh, GM there now, has really destroyed the franchise. Like and and the owners. No, it's yeah. The owners and coaches feel sorry for Brown, who's the coach. Like they feel sorry for him, so they like, yeah, we gotta do something for this dude. Like we have to. So, I mean, right now the Sixers are tanking and tanking to try to get uh, Simmons, which will help their franchise. But young, yeah, it's not even a guarantee that you get number one pick, even if you yeah. tank. Unless it's league rules. Yeah, unless it's league no. orders, you know what I'm saying? But league orders gonna send them to uh, the Lakers. Kobe gone. That's a bigger, that, the money is bigger in L.A., bro. We can sell L.A. on TV. They, even without Kobe, the Lakers make more money than Philly. So, is it? Let me tell you something. Something. They've been tanking on purpose because I'm going to tell you why they've been tanking. They haven't gotten any veterans on that roster. They got a whole bunch of no names. So there's no veterans. I mean, you talk about you have free agents and you have no vets. What is their what's their starting five? Tell me their starting five. Tell me their bets. Maybe somebody besides uh Okafer or Noel. You know what I'm saying? And Bed is injured. And they just what got him. They ju- they just got here. Who's your car? They drafted Johnson? three centers in a row. Three centers. Three Joel centers. Joel Okafor and Noel. How are you gonna draft three centers and then now you're looking to get another pig that doesn't shoot the ball? Who's TJ McDonald and Nick Gauskas? Who are these guys, man? Totally Rotten and R. Samson. Who are these guys, man? They I never heard of him. Got rid of him. I, I don't he understand what's going on. They said he had a bad attitude, but the Bama won't work for the year. Who? Carter Williams. Oh, yeah, Carter Williams. They, they need it. 
they get they get. Yeah, they, they their roster is is their roster is. This is like purposely not caring. This is that's like that. Line. Yeah, their their roster is like that. On the market trash can out of bat that just smell of like old dead carcass. Like they they have no ballers on their squad. No ballers. No ballers. I mean, I hold on. I take that back. Robert Covington, he's he's okay. He's he's decent. He's a piece that will like help him go forward. But he's he's an average. Yeah, he's an average Batman at best. Like he's he's definitely like a, a eight or nine guy off the bench. That he's down there with Christian Wood and Isaiah Kanan. Yeah, yeah, nah, then, then yeah, it's bad dog. And Jaleel, this but you know it's bad when you he fight wrecking battles in the streets all type. Yeah, that's they, frustration. <laughs> yeah, is gonna help them though, cause he at least know basketball. But like, I, if they don't give this Batman a full, like, give him, give him, give him the power glove, dog, off of Nintendo. Give him the power glove. <laughs> just, let him, just let him go in and change the, the, the co- pick players, everything, dog. Because right now, they're going the wrong direction. And some might say like, I'd rather us just tank and like at least have a chance than like win, you know, twenty eight games. And like get the like fourth pick or fifth pick. I'm like, yeah, I hear what you're saying, but you haven't gotten any pick right. Any pick. You need a Batman who can evaluate talent and at least see like, okay, this dude can help our team get a little better. And in the offseason, you got just dumb. I now, I really thought Ernie Grunfeld was like the worst manager. And he's bad, but he he can clean up his mess sometimes. But but yeah, Hinky, he take the cake. If you see the Batman picture, he looked like a dummy. Like he looked stupid. Like he looked like, <laughs> like, like he never said like, like he just he's never played a sport in his life, and, and yet he doing like player personnel evaluation. Like doesn't look like like Grant Paulson being a GM. That's what he looked like. So I don't know, man. Craig, what you want to say? Philly, what you, who's your basketball team, dog? I don't even know that. Really, to be perfectly honest, basketball-wise, I don't so much follow teams as players. Um, only team that I kind of stuck with with a friend kind of long-term is obviously, you know, the Bulls from the 90s. Um, everybody loved them. Um, I was in the Sacramento for that Chris Webber period of time. And, um, and you know, Golden State, I always wanted them to do well because they had that team in the mid-90s that should have won a lot of chips, you know. So, um, but basketball, I mean, I, I haven't really been that, that deep on basketball this season so far. So I don't really know what to say about the wins. I've just been kind of in, like looking at the wins and losses, so to speak. And um, I don't know. They they need to do something to turn around, but I, I couldn't exactly like, tell you what it is. Yeah, they hurting, dog. They, they in bad shape. I mean, Wizards got a W last night, and uh, they beat the Miami Heat finally. And uh, John Wall, right. he, look, he look real. Like I mean, he looked like he wanted to win. But I just need that every single night. Like, do you gotta get your knee bumped? Do you gotta hear people clamoring about how you witness some trash before you like get what your do, your mind over? What so I do see, what I do see is it seems like the spirit of the team isn't consistent. So you know, and to me, that always kind of comes from management and, and and the coaching, not so much the players. So maybe that's maybe that's the kind of move they need to make. I don't really know, but sometimes when Wall shows up, he can lead and he can win, and he makes that much obvious. But then you have people like Bill that will fry one game and not fry the next game, and it's not consistent. So it's really hard to build on that. Yeah, dog. I mean, yeah. 
Yeah, like, I don't know what you do, dog. I don't know what you do with the team. I don't know what you do with Bradley Bill. Tell him his mother's kidnapped and the Bama he playing tonight. He's going to score 28 points. Then they going to kill her. Or I don't know what you do, dog, to get these Bama's motivated to play night in and night out. Like, I just don't know what you do. You know what I'm saying? So there's a lot of questions questions that have to be answered. And, I, and of course, we're going to find out because they still got games to play. 82-game season. Yeah. So Absolutely. We're going to see. Uh, any last words? I want to just, you know, thank my guest for, for showing up. You know, Craig, he's going to be rocking with us from time to time. And, and, and I really appreciate you for today with us. We want to thank our guest, uh, The Pinnacle, a.k.a. Rick Jarvis, in the building for uh, joining us today. And any last words? Anything? Anything going on? Nothing? <laughs> Tuesday. Tuesday, yeah. I mean, it's been that kind of day. It's been that kind of day for me. They got me slaving at my job. I got to get out of there. I got to get out of there. Six come months. <laughs> six, come on, six months. Babas got six months. So, uh, page yeah, 50 already. I'm on page 50. Yeah. Oh, my, I, I got to go downstairs and check, see if they got, I got my book came in. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> with that said, you know, thank y'all for all joining us. Uh, listening in black sports 980 you can tweet us you can check us on instagram it's blk sports 980 uh you can tweet us questions whatever you know whatever uh follow us uh we try to get our follow our subscribers up um yeah rock with us rock with us we, we here um, shut up give me a turn to speak <sighs> fine see you do that to me how does it feel Shut up! We've talked about. Let me speak. How does that feel?